Hi everyone and welcome back to the Hubcast and today I'm excited to be joined by the international transformation coach and co-owner of a boutique fitness studio, Rax Fitness, and a very long-term standing partner of my PT hub, Jack Wilson. So Jack, firstly, thank you very much for joining me today. It is much appreciated. No worries, thank you for having me guys. Like, I think before we crack on, um, and I've got a load of questions that I want to ask you and probably questions that people want to know about you and your business, just tell us a bit about yourself and your background and your business and just sort of how you've got to where you are today. Yeah, so um, 26 years old, I started off really like uh, quite a lot of other people in terms of working at a, a gym. I worked at a leisure centre, so council run leisure centre near, um, near where obviously I lived. Um, I, I'd done a degree beforehand, which was obviously sports and exercise science anyway, uh, which then I gained qualifications in your normal level two, level threes, uh, mm. etc. And yeah, thought I never really knew if I wanted to become a personal trainer. I never really knew if I wanted to become like go into that sector. But I thought whilst I was obviously studying for my degree and I had the qualifications, then I'd I'd start now. Started obviously at a lesson which um, was probably the best idea to to get experience up. Mm. And it just went from strength to strength. And in, within no time, um, I had quite a lot of sort of PT clients of where I'd actually fill up my day of just PT rather than doing all the, the normal stuff that they try and yeah. do, like <laughs> cleaning. Yeah. And um, it just got to a stage of where I was, I was at around 50 to 60 hours of, of pure PT. Um, wow which was, was great at the time and obviously you're buzzing because you, you've got that success coming from obviously my social mm. media as well that I tried to try to obviously advertise um, and then decided to start on my own because with any gym they, they try and take percentages, large percentages yeah. from, um, from obviously your income so uh, started my own, it was actually, this is actually a garage, a double garage that uh, we converted into a studio. Oh, wow. Um, where we changed it literally into into sort of a studio where you can get roughly around four to eight people in, as well as outside oh. a, a big astroturf area. So started that, done that for about two to three years in terms of just personal training. Again, working ridiculous hours, and then as online training just started to become um, a thing of where a couple of people were doing it, but not many. I decided to to try it out, and uh, yeah. since doing that. Literally, I've got to a stage of where I don't, I don't have to PT anymore. I do it a little bit for enjoyment per day, but um, mostly all of my, all of my clientele now and all my transformations come come purely from online coaching, and and that's that's where I am really at the moment with with couple couple of different avenues that I'm looking to explore as well. It's amazing. I, I love. I literally love hearing these stories because it seems to happen. It seems to be that like going into a leisure center or going into a gym chain is sort of like how it starts and like where people, I suppose, like get the love or get the taste for PT. But with you, were you quite a sporty person before, or is it just something that you just naturally sort of fell into? Typical, typical boy. Played football. Um, <laughs> didn't work out all that sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but I used to I used to play football. Um, I still play football now, but that was obviously my main sport. Yeah, one of those ones where um, used to go to the gym when I was in college. Used to go to the gym with the boys, and and that's how it sort of it built up. So, like always, always been a part of sports. Um, yeah, athletics. Uh, not not so much now in terms of athletics, but um, yeah. So it's it's just one of those ones that I think 
when you have a sporty background, it's, it's something yeah. that you know that when you look at this as sort of like a career, you would enjoy because it's it's something that is a hobby, like when you first started and then mm. you just start to build a business into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, com- I completely agree. Like, it does seem to be a case of like the people that go into PT were naturally quite sporty people before and it, it does yeah. feel like a good fit. Um I mean, when, with you um, in particular, obviously the online space is obviously your space now the, the majority of the time. But I mean, take the pandemic out of it and like what's gone on over the last couple of years. Like since you've started, how have you seen that it's like sort of transformed from like well, the PT sector, I suppose, like yeah. from like face to face to online or do you still see people doing mostly PT, PT and face to face compared to online? What, what's, your, what's your views on it? It's changed massively. I think there's still going to be still i think we're still in the early stages of it if i'm going to be yeah. honest um it's kind of like when i when i used to work at a gym um i had so many people say to me that commercial gyms are going to be a thing of the past and it's going to go more into functional things such as mm. uh, getting rigs into gyms etc and you wouldn't use the old bulky machines and, and how yeah it's similar to obviously online coaching i think in yeah it started roughly for me around four years ago of where i sort of like Stuck my foot in slightly, saw what it was about, um, needed to learn systems, didn't really know too many systems, but thought I'd try it. Um, the conventional sort of eight week plans I would start to do, yeah, like PDFs to start off with, um, because I didn't know about systems, I didn't know about software, etc. Yeah, so you start a PDF, it takes you ages to make, <laughs> then a one size fits all PDF. So then, yeah, you get somebody come in and they're like, okay, well, I've got. Um, dodgy knees, so what are you going to do now? And it's like, oh, I, know, I, know. Then, I have a plan for that. Yeah, that's the thing. And then it just it gets to a point where you just build up your knowledge through online mm. um, of where there's now software, like um, like I use my PC Hub. And yeah. that, obviously, everything's electronic. So then you it's, it's so much easier to chop and change exercises and workouts and nutrition mm. plans. So that's obviously vastly improved in terms of the software sort of element. But in terms of actual clientele it's now got to a point where people realize that they don't actually sometimes need a personal trainer they don't need somebody within the gym if they're feeling confident you're always going to get them people that aren't confident in the gym and that's always going to be the same however there is now people that start to realize okay well i just need a plan to follow that's going to get results and i need somebody to stay on my heels and tell me to sharpen up when i need to sharpen up so Mm. I think that's where it's at at the moment. I do think that it's actually going to get even bigger um, mm. because I still think there's so many people in early stages of online coaching. Yeah. Um, and obviously, the more online trainers there are, the bigger the marketplace is going to be. Um, yeah. Which means there's going to be new systems and there's going to be more people around to, to, um, to do it. Mm. No, 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 I completely agree. I mean, from your perspective, I suppose, what I, what I want to know is, like, why did you get into online training? Like, obviously, you one of the one of the early ones I would probably class you as. Like, so what, what was that sort of the switch where you were like, was it because you were doing so many hours, you're like, God, I've got to reduce this somehow? I've always been quite driven with money. I, I wouldn't be afraid to say that, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, I was doing loads of hours. I wanted to make more money. I wanted to be more mm-hmm. successful. Um, sometimes I think that can also be a weakness as well when you want to just keep becoming more successful, yeah. successful and, and you don't know, you can't pull yourself in. Um, mm. so I started off thinking, I'm going to do it as well. Um, 
make some more money and then from there obviously more people know about me and then I, I increase my brand like that and it it got to the point of where I kind of again because of social media and I think that's one of the best ways I, I wouldn't be where I am now if I didn't put advertisements on on social yeah. media because that's where all of my clientele comes from and yeah um that's where I think in terms of online coaching by me doing that I've naturally managed to reduce my hours down of PT because I, I didn't have enough time yeah to then go online coaching and then have a better lifestyle um yeah where I can actually enjoy my life now and not have to worry everyone goes into PT thinking I'm going to be self-employed so I could do what I want when I want and then you realize you've got to let people down if they want sessions at certain times and then you're like yeah. well, I can't let them down so then you yeah. don't want to and then you work ridiculous hours Rather oh. than online coaching being, you've just got to make sure that you get the plans right for the for the clients. Stay in touch with them, keep checked in, and and all the other time that you have is your time. You're you're free mm. to explore whatever you want to do, whether that's do another business venture or whether that is yeah. with a little bit more PT. Um, mm. So that's a transition. It went from me thinking I just want to make a little bit more money to then thinking actually online coaching is the best way to make. A, yeah. a good income, but also yeah. have time for myself as well. Around mm. just, just things that I I like to do. Mm. I mean, with with your with your story in particular, Jack, I think it's been like quite a nice natural progression as such as well. Like you've gone, you've explored the self-employed and or worked for a gym, sorry, then went self-employed, then opened up your own little boutique boutique place, then you've gone online. I mean, it seems like it's all just sort of flowed quite naturally i mean from an outs you you know the ins and outs and the, i'm sure you've had some struggles along the way but it's it seems like it's like sort of flown and gone gone nicely yeah no 100 percent. it's uh i'm happy i've done it the way that i've done it i am happy I've yeah done it because when i when i first started online coaching i i had systems that i would look back now and, and cringe at because i knew right <laughs> Because it's yeah. the same as anything. When you start something, mm. when you start anything, when you start sort of a, a PT, when you when you do your first PT, you're never going to be the strongest at PT than yeah. three years of PT. And, mm. um, it's the same as online coaching. It's very easy for an online coach to say they're an online coach, but yeah. it's how your systems can work and flow so that you can get results by people not realizing that they're getting results. And yeah. they're not confused about the whole process. And that's where mm. I think it changed because at the start, it was I would make sort of an introduction video of how to, to work everything. And then three months down the line, line, I looked at that introduction video and I thought that there's still so many questions that people are asking. So then you mm. better that introduction video and then you better it and better it and better it. And then yeah, I'm at a stage now where I haven't had to change my introduction video for... <laughs> yeah, so the point of where so many questions asked. Yeah, you can answer them all in one video. Yeah, you might as well just, just word for minutes. <laughs> Let's talk about like like the not so distant past, I suppose, and with the pandemic and stuff. I don't I don't think we can really avoid the question. Um, I mean, me and you had a brief chat beforehand, and uh, sadly, obviously, some people have been unsuccessful through the pandemic. And um, I know that you've done um, quite well, which is wasn't uncommon in 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 the fitness industry because of 
the online situation and yeah. like the conversation we had before is that other people um that weren't quite in that online area had to take their time and learn it and then try to build up their online presence and stuff yeah. but i mean how was it for you over the pandemic and have you taken anything from it and like sort of kept it within your business now like going forward yeah so obviously always worrying it was worrying i think for anyone any in any sector, mm. any job sector you're going into something that you've never you've never complete seen, unknown never seen before um mm. so it took obviously which i think everyone it took everyone a little bit of time to to adapt to to know what to do and and how to do it and for me i'm quite thankful um but also obviously worked hard at, at knowing yeah. that my online was ready and yeah it was something that again luckily i started beforehand but then mm. thankfully it worked because then it meant that people that still wanted to continue their journey could but they would do it online and it actually needed it it didn't need it sounds like a wrong word it it was sort of forced upon people to do it this way when actually it's opened people's eyes in a in a positive way so if you look at a positive aspect of lockdown it's actually yeah. opening so many people's eyes that that they can do it this way and i mm. don't think if we had a lockdown online coaching wouldn't be as successful as what it is today because of that mm. Yeah. Um so I when I when we first started I, I was doing my online coaching um I had about 70 to 80 just online members online coaching members where they pay weekly um that went up to 120 literally wow. within 2 to 3 weeks um wow. managed to maintain that number now so still at around a one to, uh, I'm at 125 in terms of online coaching then you have obviously the one off plans that yeah. people like to do um but what I decided to do is in lockdown, you had so many people jumping on the home workouts, sort of live sessions. And I thought, you know what? Obviously, I'd, on my Instagram, I had quite a good following. People yeah. were always asking questions about PTs or boot camps or online coaching. I thought, I'll, I'll do something where it gets me up, it gets me active. And I was doing five days a week um, live classes just in here on IGTV. Uh, would do different ones every every day. And I was seeing up yeah. to... I think the most I got was like 170 or 180 oh, large people wow. on them. And they were That's amazing. Do them for, uh, I think it was like two months. And then when lockdown started to end, I was getting so many people being like, the first lockdown, obviously, compared to all the other lockdowns that we've had. Um, the first <laughs> one, they were like, well, I want to keep keep this going. Yeah. Um, so I decided to incorporate that into online coaching. So what yeah. people have now is an option of, basically option B, which is online coaching, which has obviously the custom nutrition plan, the custom exercise programs, the check-ins, etc. But also they get access to the IGTV page of where I run live classes per week, as well as awesome. some of the other team as well. So I've got a team behind me. Um, and that is, that's what we do now. So it's just slightly, a little bit different to how people normally do it. Would you have thought of that if it wasn't for the pandemic? Oh. <laughs> I, I a live workout, a home live workout, as it was for it anyway. I wouldn't have even done it to my family, like, let alone go on Instagram. Like I remember the first time, doing it, and I was, I was I was getting ready to set up, and I was like, "What am I doing?" And then I went, um, I went on, and I always remember the first thing I said. It didn't even make sense. Like yeah. went live, like there was about forty people that were that just tuned in. And I remember this sentence and I was like, I don't even know whether I need to end this and do it again because that does not make sense. 
And then that's literally. <laughs> it sounds like the beginning of every single one of my podcasts. I always start. Re- <laughs> I even did, I've even done it. I've even done it on this one. I can't. I can't talk half the time. If I'm honest, anyway. Um, no, yeah, it's just yeah, and again, people. I think with online coaching, I think with anything like people sell to people. So yeah, absolutely agree. People enjoy training with me because. I take things seriously, but I don't take things seriously. And that people mm. want to train with people that they can relate to. That's, that's exactly. You're the you're the brand, Jack, and people invest in you. Like I mean, there's loads of personal trainers out there. You have your you have your niche and what you're extremely good at. But people want to invest in you and your business. Um, and I think that's something that a lot of trainers obviously need to need to remember when yeah. when it goes forward is like people invest in you as the person, not just the programs potentially that you're selling. Um, but I mean, something that I've I want to know, um, especially with you, and you've almost given me a slight insight into it. Is but where do they, where do you get your clients from? Like, I, I, is it a hundred percent social media, or do you do any paid ads, or is it like how how do you do it? Um, to be fair, I've got um, somebody that works on my Instagram at the moment, and we're we're just starting to look at paid ads now. I haven't really ever done any. Um, I wouldn't really know where to start with them, so. Um, she's going to be working on that with me. And that isn't actually for this. It's just for another sort of thing that I'm looking at, looking at launching yeah. in terms of fitness industry. But the majority is is just from from Instagram. Um, I don't really use Facebook as well. It, it's yeah. literally just from my from my Instagram. And I think the majority of, of the time, I think you're more credible if you've got a couple of transformation photos behind you. I've always said to, to yeah. ask me when I get like PTs message me and say, how how do I get to where see I am in terms of in terms of clientele etc. And it is just making sure that when you do a good job, you need everyone to know that you've done that good job. Um, mm. So on my Instagram, I'll, I'll do a feed where I'll have a photo and then a transformation photo every single time. So there will be a transformation yeah. photo every other photo. Um, it makes me more trustworthy. It makes me more credible. I think. Um, yeah. Although sometimes it does look like it's it's a lot because like you just see mm. transformation photo after transformation photo, but then I hope that people then turn to me and think, Do you know what, I want to be trained by him because transformation sell. I don't I don't care what anyone says, but transformation mm. is about money in terms of this in this in this industry. Mm. If you've got fifty transformation photos, then then you've got fifty oh. people that you've you've got a credible source on to say, I have done this with this guy, well, with this girl, with this guy. We've worked together. She smashed it. I smashed it on my half. She smashed it on her half. And from yeah. there, this is this is what we've achieved. So I'd always say, in terms of uh, where I've, I've got the business from, it's it's from making sure that people know who they're buying into. So yeah, making sure you you've got a face on the brand rather than just reposting things and not people not actually knowing who you are, but mm. also showing credible results like transformation photos or. Or measurement analysis of where somebody's gained yeah. or, or gained if they wanted to go. Yeah, I mean, like, and also, there's, I, I suppose, there's that sort of element where people want like to be that person that you're posting about. Yeah, as well, like, they they want to be proud that you've put them up on their Instagram and that everyone can see how well they've done as well. And like, I always think that about progress photos, and I never really thought of it until someone mentioned it to me. And I thought, actually, do you know what? Like, if I was looking to invest in a personal trainer, and I'm and I see them posting the stuff. Like deep down, I'm thinking, oh, do you know what? I hope I get on there one day with how well I've done. Yeah. So it, it, it does work. It does work. There's no denying that. I've had that um, so many times. I've had some people get a little bit nervous, and they're like, oh, my God, what time are you actually going to post? So I've got to tell them to the exact time. Like, 
6.01 is when it's scheduled. <laughs> um, but it is one of those ones where they, they see a couple of comments because everyone supports the progress photo. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. Like. And if you don't, then there's no point being on being nah. sort of pages. Um, You're blocked. But yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, that's the thing. When, you, when you've got that support, when you've, you've got obviously your trainer that by putting a progress photo up knows that you've done well, then mm. if you have that sense of achievement, then that can only push you that little bit, that little bit more. And I had yeah. a conversation with someone the other day and um, a guy that wanted to post a transformation photo and he said, look, have a little look at this. What do you, what do you think? And I was like, any progress that someone has made is good progress. There, mm. there, is, no, there is no reason why you shouldn't be posting something just because they haven't lost one stone. Like if they yeah. lost three pounds and you can see a slight difference in their progress photos. I honestly don't understand this sort of emphasis when people go, when people say, oh, okay, well, the progress isn't as much as what it should be. When actually, more often than not, that's jealousy because they're not on, or <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense because yeah. pro, it's not a tra- like you get transformation photos and you get progress pictures. And the reason why you call it a progress picture is to measure any progress that there is, whether that is a mm. two centimeter drop round the arm, whether it's two centimeter drop round the tummy, or whether it's looking at a photo yeah. and just seeing that they've um, become a little bit more lean in their stomach, that should still be emphasized to be a, a, a goal and a, mm. an achievement. Because if it isn't, it's very easy for people to slip away and be like, okay, well, I, ha- I don't really see much progress there, so I'm going to come off and I'm not going to pursue obviously health and fitness and I'll go back to my three times a week. Do you know what I mean? It's, and that's what, yeah, I love, I love the view on it. I love the view on it. Like, cause any progress is, is progress, isn't it? Like it it doesn't even have to be weight loss. It doesn't have to be losing anything. If if they feel more comfortable and they feel, and they feel like they look better as well and whatever that might be, whether it's a bit more toned or whatever, like that's that you're right. That is progress. Um, ties in quite nicely to my next question really um and it's like all about motivation and like i i want to know how you keep your clients motivated is it is it groups is it like what is it (laughs) is it just talking to them frequently so where obviously i'm full-time in terms of my online coaching i'll make Mm. sure that anybody i'll always message every single client personally via a voice note via a voice note sorry on on a monday no matter what um, in the morning, nice and early to get yep. going. Now, what I will always do is reply to messages on a morning and an evening. So if someone yep. messaged me throughout the day, I'll message them at like, or call, uh, uh, voice note them, voice note them, sorry, at around mm. five o'clock um, yep. before they have dinner. And if they keep the conversation going, then we'll just move that on to the Tuesday and then the Wednesday. So I'll always yep. reply to messages in the morning and an evening. Um, if somebody yeah. doesn't message me, which PTs will get, and whoever whoever says that they don't have people that air them is absolutely lying because you'll always get people that do. If they don't message me back on a Monday, I'm that pushy trainer that will message them on Wednesday and be like, are you going to message me yet or not? So, and that's that's just something just to, just to keep them switched on, just to know that I'm always mm. here um, because accountability is the main thing. Keeping, keeping anyone motivated is by accountability from their trainer. Yeah. Um, there's a difference between the motivation and discipline. Like, I think motivation can come and go very easy. Yeah. Discipline is one of those things that you need to sort of work on and improve because you can have the lowest of motivation on a day, but you need to be disciplined to 
to maybe get your steps in or yeah or maybe uh have a better meal than what what you originally planned uh, mm. so discipline is always one of those things but it would be that i would say in terms of motivation keeping people accountable by messaging them yeah um but also i do little bits like on a monday i'll give my clients a workout of the day which oh, nice. is sort of like a challenge of where i'll put it in sort of a note format i'll send it into the group and be like right this is what you've got to complete today and let me know how we can. yeah and it's, it's just something yeah. a little bit different rather than it being just a normal planned workout all the time yeah um it's something a little bit different where they can either work in teams or, or not um it was like in Christmas, I'd done like a Lapland lockdown challenge of where they all had to get to Lapland and back, stole it from some other person that I saw. They were like, oh yeah. Which it. is fine. Yeah. Which is we're, fine. We're, we're traveling the globe. I was like, yep, so am I. Lovely. So, um, <laughs> so I'd done that with a guy. All they had to do was literally all of them work together on their steps to uh, to get there and back. And that's them awesome. Things, them little things are the ones. Now, I used to in like on like in my PT in my boot camps, we always used to do a monthly sort of get together. Uh, yeah. Where we'd go to like Liquid Leisure, which is near us, which is like an aqua park or yeah. a night out for a drink, etc. But with lockdown, I haven't been able to do that. But I will look to do that again. Um, but it's always that little bit harder over over online. So it would be something mm. like Zoom calls or Zoom challenges, yeah. like Zoom quiz nights, for example. Um. But yeah, they're, they're the main areas, I would say, that I keep them motivated. Yeah. And when it comes to communication, like I suppose you've had a bit of trial and error over the years, like what's worked best. And yeah. so do you feel like the morning and evenings works best for you and your schedule, first and foremost? And also voice notes rather than text. I suppose you can just get more information there. It's a bit more time time saving for you as well. Yeah, 100%. I, I used to not reply to people as much until... I started to scale the business and think, what, what am I missing? What am I not doing that I should be doing? And where obviously I, I'm, I'm now earning good money from it, there is no reason why I shouldn't be checking in with them that, that much. And it's an hour. It's an hour on a, in the morning and it's an hour at max in the evening. Sometimes it can yeah. literally be 20, 30 minutes just to get through everyone because once yeah. you do a voice note, it's very, very quick. Um, yeah. But that keeps them knowing that you're there. Um, yeah. Whereas previously I used to, and every trainer would have done it, is sort of like mm. done a full group message rather than messaging people individually. People aren't paying for that. Yeah. They're paying to be coached mm. by you. Um, so that was one of the mistakes I made early. Um, yeah. But now obviously by voice noting and, and making sure that you're checking in with them, I know that there's so many trainers out there that say, oh, well, I only do one check-in a week and I only speak to my clients twice or three times a week and they have to yeah. manage me in, in question format, etc. That's not real life. I don't, I don't care what anyone yeah. says. Like you, you don't message your, your mate from across the road and ask him three questions about where you're going tonight and what yeah. you're going to. Like, Can you complete this form yeah. before our night out? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Well, well <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense. So no. I think the more that you come away from trying to treat someone like a robot and mm. act like you're too busy for them is a moment that you yeah. start to succeed in personal training uh, online yeah. sorry and you get it so many times you get so i hear so many stories of people saying yep yeah, well i'm living this lavish lifestyle because i don't have to i only have to reply to people twice a week and i charge this that's fine yeah. 
but what's your retention rate? Because yeah. I guarantee there's so many people that drop off and your figures per month are just up and down, yo-yoing. Um, mm. And everyone's in it to, to try and enjoy their life, but also create a stable income. Exactly. Is that it, especially over lockdown, you realise how, oh. how important that is. Mm. And I suppose it's like, it's, it's more like, it goes more than a personal trainer these days, doesn't it? Like, people might want to talk to you about other bits and pieces that might be affecting why they're not getting the results and stuff they want. And I suppose, um, obviously, you especially, you, you're more than happy to, to talk to people about that and see how they're getting on and just in general. 100%, 100%. I, I've, I've got people that, um, that if obviously are listening to this now, they, they know that we they, they go through struggles and it's literally mm. like, I'm sort of the person that's a little bit away from their sort of family bubble. And yeah. They can voice their 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 emotions to me. Um, mm. I've had people call me up and and in, in floods of tears about something that's happened in in terms mm. of their family life. But that is that's what I like about this because yeah. that shows to me that I'm doing my job properly. Uh, they trust you. Yeah, because you you've built up a relationship now. They know they're not going to call me at three o'clock in the morning. Like it's not <laughs> like that. It's one of those ones where they know that there's respect there, but there's also yeah. you're not taking the Mickey about it and yeah. and acting like you're too big for them and they only have to do this, this, and this. Um, they have to mm. message you this time, this time, this time. Yeah. Because if you if you really look at the the analytics about it, if you're yeah. gonna, if you're going to go full time into online coaching, you might even go part time. Even if you go part time into it you don't need a lot of time messaging people back but people yeah. always think that oh that's that's the long part so i don't need mm. to, i don't want to do that that much mm. you do a quick voice note and my voice note sometimes are 15 seconds long it's all i need get through four of them in a minute so that's quick that is quick that is that is the way that i would say that it just becomes you just get better yeah. retention rate from it. You get better client success and stability from it. Mm. I mean, something I, I really wanted to ask you as well, Jack, is that did you have a bit of a hard decision when it came to like maybe recruiting people for your business? Because as as we like we've spoken about, it's all about people investing in you, and obviously I know it's your brand and stuff. But did were you like erring on the side of caution a little bit, thinking, oh no, like am I going to lose people because? They don't feel like they're training with me anymore, or, or, or how, how did that go about? Yeah, it's, it's always one of those ones that you get, you get nervous passing a responsibility to someone when yeah. you know how you do it yourself. That's one of my biggest weaknesses. Um, oh, passing and mine. something to someone else and me not wanting to do that thing. And then I, if I didn't pass it to them, I'll moan that I'm doing it. So I'm in a catch 22 anyway. <laughs> so it's one of those times where it's always, it's always a tricky one. Um, but. I've got a team around me now where, don't get me wrong, I still coach every single one of my clients. None of the team coach any of my clients, but we have different people that work on different sectors of, so basically there's four of us, we're all online trainers, mm-hmm. yeah. but it could be, I'll mention Ellie, Ellie will make a couple of leg workout plans, and mm. um, Ellie might make nutrition plans, but she'll put them into the pot, and then from there, we can use all of them, yeah. And it also benefits other train like other trainers as well, and and that's a way that we've decided uh, we decided to do it, and it works. It works so well. Um, so it's all under one business, right? All under the same brand. They just manage their own clients, so they they 
Ellie's clients will know to speak to her about situations, but exactly. that's how that's how it works for it's you. It's kind of like um, Rats Fitness is the is the business is like the gym, and then there's four mm -hmm. trainers under Rats Fitness, and oh, cool. Um, that's that's how we've been doing it, and everyone has their different clients. Um, I have clients that go over to Ellie or Reese or Louis, and yeah. they have clients that come over to me. Um, yeah, which is completely fine. Uh, it just depends on what they're looking to what they're looking to achieve. Um, so yeah, that's the way that we, we decided to do it. And that was the way that we scaled. And it just mm. means that we don't have to spend as much time creating meal plans, creating exercise plans, putting them in yeah. actual routines because we have people to do that as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Makes complete sense. Um, my final question for you, Jack, yep. and I think this is going to put you on the spot a bit, but I'm prepared to do it. What is your plan? Where what is next with Rax Fitness over two, three, four, five years? Like where where is it that you want to go, and what it is, what is it that you want to do? I want to keep going on the online coaching. I do I do want to keep moving forward with that. Um, I want to keep trying to scale it. I people look at me and think, oh, because I've got like one hundred and twenty five to one hundred and fifty online clients that I should be calling it a day and not going for any more. But if I can <laughs> if I can scale it properly, I know for sure more. Um, and make it personal. So that is something that I'm still going to look to do. Um, we're also actively looking at a venue as well of where we can get trainers in to become online coaches, but also um, to run classes, etc. Oh wow! Um, so we're looking at looking at getting getting sort of like a derelict property and, and really trying yeah really trying to jazz it up into into a nice not 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 gym. I don't want it as a gym. We we want it as sort of like a studio. Yeah. But we're also looking at so I'm not going to give too much away because I don't want too many PTs looking at this idea. This is this is an exclusive. I'm telling you, yeah, this is going to be an right. exclusive. Um, but we're looking into something where we can develop um, live classes on your phone that you can do as a per like inside a gym at yeah. PT. Um, and yeah, I can't really give too much of that away. But that is something that we're we're say no more. Say no is, more. It's going to be something that in lockdown, home workouts worked really well. And the only thing that I don't understand is why that hasn't been put into into a gym yet, where you can take your phone into a gym, do a session where I tell you, grab two dumbbells, grab a kettlebell, grab a slam ball, and I'll take you for a workout. And you can appeal to people that do it live, or you can save it to the grid, and from there they can go in and have their own little virtual PT of where literally you put headphones in, and there off they go. Agreed. So that's Agreed. What, that's what we're looking at. So I won't ask you anymore. That idea. Anyone listening? Uh, no, really. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they won't. <laughs> Mate, Jack, it's been a pleasure. Um, well, firstly, thank you for being so honest and telling us about you and how it's all gone and everything that you do as a business and what it is that you're looking forward to doing. And hopefully, I hope like personal trainers into this or some of your clients, they can get a good insight if they didn't have a clue about how it is that you guys operate. Um, but yeah, no, I really appreciate it. And thank you very much for joining me. Thank you very much for having me. You're welcome. Well, thank you very much for listening, guys, to the Hubcast. And we'll be back with another episode. Thank you. See you later, guys.